Welcome to Mary Thompson's audio description, a podcast where Mary Thompson audio describes. Um, today I am watching uh, episode 13 of Mr. Bean, entitled Goodnight Mr. Bean. Um, yes. So I've started the episode now. Um, you won't be able to hear it, but uh, I will, don't worry. I will describe everything to you, so it'll be like you're really watching it. Uh, Mr. Bean has just fallen from the sky. <laughs> so... <laughs> Mr. Bean has just fallen from the sky. Uh, it's titles now. They say Mr. Bean. Uh, with Rowan Atkinson, he's walking about. <laughs> it's written by Robin Driscoll and Rowan Atkinson. Uh, and the light that dropped Mr. Bean from the sky has disappeared. And we open on a hospital. The title, of course, there, Goodnight Mr. Bean. Two nurses are walking from the hospital. And an ambulance is approaching. You can hear the ambulance's siren. A policeman is allowing the ambulance to go past. And uh, our titular Bean is following the ambulance and parking directly behind it. Oop, I've got an advert. I'm watching these on YouTube, of course, the most easy way to watch these nowadays. Bean has just locked his car in a padlock. And the ambulance drivers are failing to open the back door because Mr. Bean has parked behind it. We're now inside the hospital at the inquiry's desk. Number 22 has just been called, and Mr. Bean is entering the fray. He's looking annoyed, he's just joined a queue. Sorry, that is a can that I'm drinking from. Um, I have little respect for this podcast. Mr. Bean has just thrown a toy doll out of the hands of a young girl in front of him. He's clearly trying to thin out the line here. And he's just pinched the bum of a man, two people in front of him, and has clearly blamed it on the man in front of him. He is now near the front of the desk. He's at the front of the desk. He's just given his name. His name is Bean. Uh, He's been asked what the problem is. He's offering details on what the problem is. He's taken a ticket and he's going to have a seat. Of course, there are no seats for him to sit on, so he is... Stealing the seat from an old man who clearly needs it much more than he does. What a selfish man Mr. Bean truly is. Next to Mr. Bean, there is a woman who is wrapped head to toe in bandages. Uh, And Mr. Bean clearly finds this... I don't really know what he... He's reacting to her in a certain way. I don't really know what's going on. Um, 
I think he's just showing off about how flexible he is when this woman is head to toe in bandages. Number 23 has just been called, which is the older couple. Bean is number 76, as has just been revealed. Mr. Bean, for some reason, has his hand in a pot. In a coffee pot. I don't quite know how that got in there. Oh, that appears to be the issue. Okay. That's the that's why he's at the hospital, of course. Ah, the bandage woman's ticket is 52. He has stolen that from her. And, of course, there's nothing she can do about it because she has head-to-toe and bandages covering her mouth. Um, Mr. Bean is still being a bit annoyed. Uh, a young boy with a pan on his head has just come and sat down. Bean, of course, has his hand in a kettle, which is not dissimilar to the situation that this young boy is in. Ah. The young boy has ticket 85. Mr. Bean has written a zero next to it, making it 850, which surely means he might be some time. Number 24 has just been called, and seemingly no one is answering, but an old man appears to have number ticket 24. He is asleep. Bean is craftily attempting to take that ticket from him. The old man has woken up and is now at the desk. Bean, of course, still has ticket 52. Feel free to watch this episode along with my audio description, as is the case with every single audio description podcast. Bean is still frustrated at his ticket number being so low. However, he realises if he flips the number 52 upside down, he gets 25, which is, of course, the next number, if you're keeping track of the scores. Ah, and he has flipped the... Rather than flip his ticket upside down, he's flipped the ticket number machine upside down. And 52 has been called out. That is his number, of course. But the kettle on his hand has been grabbed by the bandaged woman. And a commotion is being caused at the desk. Number 92 has now been called, which of course it should be 26. But on flipped, 92 and 26 are identical. What this quite has to do with the title of Goodnight Mr. Bean is still beyond me. Um, feel f- yes. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. We're six minutes in. 51 has just been called. Bean is asleep. Perhaps this is where the good night Mr. Bean comes from. He has dropped his ticket. A nurse has picked it up and given it back to the bandaged woman. 
And the nurse has, of course, taken the bandaged woman to the waiting room, out of the waiting room, I'm afraid, because uh, she now has Bean's ticket. What a conundrum for Bean. Bean has now rejoined the queue to get a new ticket, along with the man whose bum got pinched. Uh, they're both now in a physical fight. Uh, he's given his name to the receptionist again, and angrily said Bean. He's demonstrating the kettle on his hand as the problem. He's taken a ticket. His ticket number is unrevealed to us as the audience. He's put his ticket in the bin. I'm not quite sure where there is a bin in front of the desk. Oh, look at that. He's got his hand stuck in the bin, rendering both of his limbs unusable. He is now attempting to take a ticket with his mouth, which he has. Good for Bean. And behind him we can see the two men whose bums got pinched on the floor, fighting each other. We're now outside the hospital, it appears. No, we are no longer at the hospital setting. Bean is now uh, outside some sort of house, taking photos with a analogue camera. He's taking photos of a bin, inside a bin. And of a statue of a young cherub with an arrow. Bow and arrow there. Bean is looking at the young boy's penis and has put a discarded yogurt lid onto the cherub's penis. Of course, this is a cherub. It's a statue of a young boy. So it's fine that it's shown on TV. Uh, a brigadier guard is here for whatever reason. This must be a where a royal resides. Uh, and Bean is now inspecting the Brigadier Guard. He's looking directly into the camera. Bean is genuinely looking directly... Bean is looking directly into the camera. He's... He's frustrated at the Brigadier Guard's thousand-yard stare. He's attempting to punch the Brigadier Guard. Uh, Brigadier Guard is carrying a gun and a bayonet. So, of course, if anything does happen here... Uh, my odds are not with Bean. Bean is taking photographs of the guard. He's taking a selfie with the guard. He's taking some steps back to get a better shot of the guard. He is finding somewhere to position his camera so that he can be in the photo with the Brigadier Guard. Of course, Bean is moving some ah, he's moved a sundial assumingly he is going to put the camera on the sundial so that the brigadier guard can be photographed with him i now have an advert again for loki season two a show that i am finding fun but incredibly messy and loose <sighs> mr bean here Putting his camera on the sundial, trying to find a smooth surface on the sundial. Sundial is famously angled. 
Now it's at this point in the recording where I um I wonder what the point of any of this is. But then I see that Mr. Bean has just ripped the timepiece off the sundial and is cleaning the Brigadier Guard's buttons with his breath and a handkerchief. This is the sort of podcast, really, you can listen to it while walking to work. If you don't fancy watching a full episode of Mr. Bean while walking to work, you do fancy listening to uh, a mad person describe Mr. Bean. Uh, Bean is now combing the fluffy hat of the Brigadier Guard. What a silly man. And combing the moustache, of course, of the Brigadier Guard. Uh, he is now trimming the moustache of the Brigadier Guard. Is Brigadier Guard the right word? The Queen's Guard. Um, he is doing some barbering. Ah! He has given the Guard a classic Hitler moustache. Truly, this was filmed in a different time where. The return of fascism was such a ludicrous concept. He is now cleaning the gun of the guard, uh, using a handkerchief to wipe the inside of the trigger, almost pressing the trigger and causing the gun to go off. Mr. Bean has approached a nearby shrubbery and found some flowers that he is putting in the Queen's Guard's belt. This is really quite a silly episode. This isn't really a fun podcast or, or an interesting one, actually. Um, it's purely white noise at this stage. He's put some leaves on the fluffy hat of the Queen's Guard. And is looking in his bag. He's put out a table tennis bat. And some table tennis balls. And a marker pen. And... Ah, look at that. He's put the balls with marker pen on them to make eyes in the hat of the Queen's Guard. He's licking some flowers now. He's made a little face out of the hat of the Queen's Guard. And he's ready to take some photos. Nothing's really happening. Oh, he's got out his teddy. Teddy's here. And of course, there's a laugh track over all of this. And when he pulled out Teddy, a woman uh, said, Ah, he has mounted Teddy on the bayonet. Truly a harrowing sight. He is winding up the self-timer on the camera that he is clearly sellotaped to it. 
and the Queen's Guard is now moving, or his attention has been called, he is moving from his position, and Bean is following him. The camera has taken a photo of nothing. The Queen's Guard has gone. We have an advert here for Ancestry. Uh, I know very little about my family's past. I'd love to know more, but that is for another podcast. Perhaps I'll launch a podcast one day where I just go on Ancestry. Truly anything is possible in the world of podcasting. Bean is now at home in his pyjamas, looking in a kitchen cupboard. Sorry, a bathroom cupboard. It's a mirrored cabinet, actually. And he has got a new electric toothbrush. It's buzzing, and he's putting some toothpaste on it. What shenanigans can he possibly get up to with this? He is brushing his teeth with the toothbrush. Oh, and his head is shaking all over the place because of the buzzing electric toothbrush. Now, if it were my call, when it isn't, I would say that Bean needs to charge that toothbrush more. Uh, And he's using a squirty gun to wash out the inside of his mouth. I'd say he needs to charge that toothbrush more because it sounds remarkably low on battery. Oh, he's putting the toothbrush in his ear now. I hope you're understanding exactly the imagery that's happening in this episode of Mr. Bean. Bean there using the toothbrush to smooth his eyebrows down. And he's leaving the bathroom, turning off the light as he goes. And has noticed that Teddy is in his bed. Of course, the implication is that Bean put Teddy in his bed. And has no right to be as annoyed with Teddy for being in his bed as he is. Bean sleeps in a single bed. Because no woman would ever want to fuck him. He's reading Asterix. And is moving Teddy's head along with his. While he is reading Asterix. Teddy is turned to look at Bean. As he laughs. Bean is annoyed that Teddy doesn't understand the joke. Of Asterix. Uh, and he's put glasses on Teddy. Teddy is now wearing bifocals. He clearly suffers from a form of myopia, um, which is, of course, the technical term for short sightedness. Look at the time, says Bean. One of his rare words. Look at the time. It's clearly late. And He has hypnotised Teddy to fall asleep. And he is putting Teddy into a shoebox where he will presumably sleep for the night. Shoebox goes under Bean's bed. It must be remarkably dusty under there. Bean is opening up his cupboard and pulling out a handgun. Maybe Bean is not quite the happy fellow we thought he was. Oh no, he's aiming the gun at the light bulb and has just shot the light bulb, bringing new meaning to the phrase, kill the lights. Of course, when we looked inside that cupboard, we saw plenty of light bulbs. Wonderful foreshadowing for 
what was about to happen. Bean is now trying to fall asleep. And the ticking of the clock is rather too loud for Bean's interests. Bean, of course, played by the wonderful Rowan Atkinson, who, as we all remember, defended Boris Johnson in the face of a horrifically racist joke. There are loud noises outside of Bean's window. Bean is trying to sleep. A cat noise there. Rowan Atkinson, of course, famously starred in the Netflix show Man vs. Bee recently. A show that I enjoyed, but found pretty unfulfilling. Bean has put on a handcrafted dog costume. There's now barking out the window to try and scare off the cats, a tactic that seemingly is working. Bean is closing his window. Uh, I'm not saying I agree with the comments that Rowan Atkinson has previously made. Um, in fact, I definitely don't agree with them, but... It's important that we consider the man's legacy and power within the industry before we vilify him so much. Now, Bean is going back to bed. He's taken off his disguise and he's climbing back into bed. It is a spring bed that Bean has. He's gone for springs rather than memory foam, as suggested by the creaking of the bed as he gets into it. Now the pillows are too fluffy for Bean. He can't quite... Uh, he's removed a pillow. Now sleeps with just one pillow. He's struggling to sleep. Bean here suffering from insomnia and is struggling to sleep. He's moving in different positions to try and sleep better. He's now face down in the pillow. Of course, when I can't sleep, I find that just sort of lying there and waiting it out, you eventually do fall asleep. It's boredom, really, that is more of a problem with sleeping for me. Bean has grabbed a broom now, with a pointer on the end, to turn on the TV at the end of his bed. What a little inventor. He is changing the channel on the TV. It's, of course, filmed in a time before remote controls, apparently. He's watching a chess match on TV. Something he assumes to be so boring that he falls asleep immediately. However, he's finding himself more and more interested in the chess match as it goes on. And an advert has come on. A very loud one. This is within the episode, not one of the many adverts that I've had to sit through in the making of this podcast. 22 minutes into this episode, we are just a few minutes away from the end. And Bean has set up some sort of canvas and is, ah, there are sheep on the picture and he is to proceed to start counting them. Of course, counting sheep is something you do in your head to try and sleep. However, it doesn't actually help because counting sheep 
requires some form of brain activity, something that keeps your mind awake as your brain is intended to uh, go down to its minimal usingness, minimal activity during sleep. Counting sheep keeps it as active as it would be during the day. He's pulled out a calculator to try and count the sheep better. Adding clusters of sheep together and upon finding the answer to how many sheep there are, he passes out on the bed as the credits roll. Uh, this episode was, of course, Good Night, Mr. Bean, and Mr. Bean has now fallen asleep. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed this audio description. Uh, my name is Mae Thompson, um, and with that, I bid you a good night as Mr. Bean slowly falls asleep in front of us. Good night.